BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. To coast. I always like to get a recap of everything that shook out in college football, so we turn to our boy from the Maxwell Club, Rich Sermonello. Or not. So we'll talk about Terry Francona instead, who says he's going to retire, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, that is. uh, He was on MLB Network Radio yesterday, Scotty. Uh, Tito Francona, of course. Uh, He has been at it for a long time now. And he says that uh, it sounds like it's going to be time now after the 2023 season. Uh, We'll see if we have this from Sirius XM MLB Network Radio. Uh, When we do, Scotty, I will let uh, you know about that as well. We also have for you here Andrew McCutcheon done for the year after the partial Achilles tear. Your boy Kutch, I thought he actually played pretty well this year, Scotty, Andrew McCutcheon. That's a shame that he's done. I thought he played well enough, right? Like, so I don't have any interest in uh, seeing him play anywhere else for the remaining days of his career than in Pittsburgh. Frankly, that's where he wants to be. I think he's a great mentor for all those young kids on that ball club in Pittsburgh. He does his job. He's a pro's pro. He's accomplished everything in baseball. He just had his 2,000th game. He's had his 2,000 hits. Just let him keep playing in Pittsburgh and let him recover from this partial tear. Uh, It's a lot better than uh, tearing the whole thing and being done for a year. If he tears the whole thing, I think his career's over. Uh, Now I do have for you, Tito. Uh, This is him yesterday. MLB Network Radio on Sirius XM saying uh, it's probably time uh, for him to hang them up. I think I've been pretty clear with people. I don't want to have the last month be a like a send off or you know a pity party or you know, that's not how I feel. Um, but but I'm I'm it's time and my body's telling me that my head's telling me that and I don't want to stay on for the wrong reasons and and I I, too, I hope I have too much respect for not just the game but for this organization to do that and so I've been pretty clear with the guys I work for and told them to start preparing. 
Well, I think he's shot. Uh, he's old, and uh, he's had all kinds of uh, problems with his health and missing games and hospital visits and doctors. And uh, I think it's smart. Uh, the writing's on the wall. He has nothing else to prove. He's been a great manager in baseball for a long time and right off into the sunset. I think, Scotty, it's possible that we might have located it. Rich, I know that he wasn't there uh, right out of the gate for you, but I think it's possible that we have now located Rich Sermonello uh, to tell you about this week, uh, this past weekend in college football. Hey, thanks, Scott. Yeah, we're talking about Maxwell and Bednarik, players of the week from week one. Let's start on the Maxwell side. Uh, we've gone with Jordan Travis, the quarterback at Florida State. I know, I know, Shador was awesome for Colorado. He was next level. But this weekend belonged to Jordan Travis. I thought he was spectacular in the win over number five LSU. It was the biggest game of the weekend, and he gave the biggest performance. 380 total yards, five total touchdowns. He spearheads a 31-point outburst in the second half. And, you know, the one thing that was different than any other candidate that we looked at, and we had a lot of great choices, was he has almost single-handedly elevated this Florida State program. They've gone from ACC contender to what is now a legit college football playoff national championship contender. This is a kid that was almost out of football a couple of years ago. So Jordan Travis, our choice for Maxwell play, uh, Maxwell Award Player of the Week. Let's head on over to the Bednarik Award. We'll keep it in the ACC. I'll be honest, Scott, I did not think we would be talking about North Carolina and top defensive player. And if we did, I thought it would be Cedric Gray, their linebacker. But Cayman Rutger had a monster performance Saturday night against South Carolina. The entire defense did, quite frankly. 16 tackles for loss, nine sacks. Within that, Cayman, who they call the Butcher, absolutely cleaved the South Carolina offensive line for five and a half tackles for loss two sacks and eight tackles. And if Gene Chizik's defense can do this throughout the season with Drake May under center, this is another team in the ACC that could really take a big leap in 2023. And got a few more seconds here, so I'll throw, I'll throw you a bonus. The Sean Alexander Freshman of the Year, that's another award that we oversee. This is our third year of doing that. I will give some Colorado love here because Dylan Edwards was the top freshman in the country in week one, a kid that not a lot of folks were talking about. He accounts for 159 yards from scrimmage in his first game, scores four touchdowns, three through the air. Scott, as I'm watching this kid, he's undersized. I'm thinking T TCU has seen a player like this before in Deuce Vaughn. So this could be Deuce Vaughn 2.0. Uh, three great choices for players of the week and uh, look forward to doing this with you again next week. My man, Rich Sermonello from the Maxwell Club styling, except for that Rutgers block behind his head. I didn't know he was a Scarlet Knight fan. Is that what he's uh, sporting there, Carver High? Is he a Rutgers guy? Well, Jersey guy, so I'm assuming uh, that that's probably uh, where we're going to go. I love that he brought up uh, your boy, the Butcher, uh, the Cleaver. I mean, the guy on North Carolina. Are you the kidding Cleave. me? 
I mean, <laughs> Cleve, the butcher. Uh, that was hey. outstanding. Uh, Jordan, yes. <laughs> I just want to ask you, like, I, you know, when he starts talking about college football and everything, I got, you know, yeah. uh, hungry for that Texas-Alabama game on Saturday in oh, Tuscaloosa. And I think, actually, that Wisconsin-Washington State game in Pullman, those are the two games I kind of have my eyes on for, you know, what's the best games of the day? Uh, I, I think that Washington State, I mean, they beat him last year. Now they got him in their place. I still think that there's major chip on the shoulders of the Cougars and Oregon State, the Beavers, with everything that's gone on uh, the past few weeks and everybody kind of leaving them in the ditch in the Pac-12. I think those two teams are playing with a little bit of extra juice, uh, and we might see that with Wisconsin. That would be a big statement for Washington State to beat Wisconsin again in their place in Pullman after everybody said, sorry, you're not good enough to come with us to all these new conferences. Yeah, and sorry, I'm a little, stay there in Pullman. I'm a little slow down on the hype for Wisconsin because they have Luke Fickle, and, yes. and they were awful the last three years, and now all of a sudden they're supposed to be uh, a ranked, fantastic football team. I think they have their hands full uh, going out west to Pullman. The other game, obviously that stands out to me more so than the other, I have two others, is the uh, Ole Miss game with Tulane on Bourbon Street. Yes. And I'd say the fourth game is A&M and Miami. Uh, look, I do not give the Canes the juice that everyone always wants to give them. I'm a huge Canes fan. I'm putting them on fourth place in terms of uh, best games on Saturday. There's no way I'm giving them that kind of juice. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ricardo is our sports business and legal insider from Harvard. 
on SportsGrid and a regular on Coast to Coast and on Carver and Lisi. You see him here all the time with us on C2C, and we're doing it again. Rick, I want to start with the ACC. Uh, first of all, before you uh, tell me about what you think of that deal, because I think anyone that signs a deal that says, I'm not getting a cut of the television revenue for 10 years, like SMU did to get into this package, uh, they got fleeced. Anyone that sent someone to cut that deal and let that deal happen is an idiot. Second of all, I want to know what you think of the Pac-12 having an offer from ESPN last year to get $30 million a team and them believing that they were worth more, and a year later their conference is literally a pile of burning man mud. Uh, very, very timely, very metaphorical, very visionary with your examples. Both examples of deals that, uh, you know, may have gone wrong either way, the other way. The obvious Pac-12 deal, everybody can look back and create history. They could say, well, yeah, that was then, this is now. But it, you, you're evaluated based on what you do, that was then. They held out for more. The more turned out to be speculative. You can't bond or build facilities based on subscription revenue that may or may not happen. And so it was deemed to be not a great deal. I couldn't wait for Oregon State and Washington State to have a bye to the finals every week, every year. Oh, it's a, it's the pack two. The end of the day is it's self-immolated. It wasn't a great deal. You should have accepted it. And the SMU deal, overly concerned, overly conservative, they thought that the uh, uh, power alignment with the Power Five conferences is worth the nine years of foregone TV revenue, whether it's silly or not. And at the end of the day, they're going to try to make it up with some ancillary revenue on the side. And But the conference can dictate the games they can and can't show outside. What it could have been their own network. So they, they can't get the money. And what they're trading is short-term money for long-term security. The only deal that's good for that uh, conference at all is Tara Vanderveer, Stanford Lady Cardinal basketball program playing yeah. against ACC teams. The rest of that deal for football and basketball is literally an abortion. And maybe baseball. But baseball, the ACC doesn't offer them as much baseball. No one cares about baseball. No one cares about baseball. It makes no money. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to justify the deal. Uh, but you and I both agree it, it can't be, especially for SMU. And I will I'll watch Stanford Duke. It'll be a good football game. Be bizarre. I'll watch California and Duke. I'll watch California and Stanford playing in the ACC. Uh, you're like my dad with you and your Duke <laughs> bullshack. I don't want to hear it. Honest to Christ. Wow. Uh, let's wow. talk about. Paris, you have got to be effing kidding me that they're going to allow. I mean, you wonder what's wrong with the Olympics and why no one watches anymore. They're going to make flag football an Olympic sport. I mean, I'm going to start puking on the set here. You got to be kidding me. Well, it's the hard flag pulls. It's going to be a rough sport. You can flag, you can you pull the flags really hard. Here's why they're doing it. It's because Casey Wasserman is a good friend of the NFL, Roger Goodell, etc. He is the head of the LA 2028 committee, and he is going to set the sights for what games and sports the U.S. gets. Every every country gets kind of a wild card one or two, uh, and this is going to be it. NFL has a flag football division now with youth tackle and youth flag, and they're figuring, all right, this is it. And by the way, if this is on the horizon, guess what's next? 
women's flag football in the Olympics. I mean, I, honestly, I, I don't, don't know if I can. Don't, even, I, I can't even start, keep doing man. the show. Don't, I, don't this start, is, man. Come on. I mean, the absurdity of what you just said to me is—it's it's absolutely galling to me. It's laughable. You—I I don't care who Wasserman is or who he's friends with. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Now let's go on to uh, stuff that matters. <laughs> the NFL. Franchises are up 14% year-to-year in valuation. I mean, you can lose every game you play and not even matter, and you're still worth billions. Right. It's because the television revenue is over $300 and more. When you get the team share by each – yeah, how about going to your mailbox and getting a revenue check of $300 million? That's a lot of money. gives you a lot of cushion for mistakes. And so – it is basically socialism. You sign up for that league and about 60 to 70% of the revenue is guaranteed between the home team and visitors team share and television. You get most of your revenue. Then the high value teams are the ones that do the stadiums right and get some extra vig. The low value teams are the ones that say, all right, we're not going to do a whole lot more, but we're going to take our money and run. And our franchises are still worth three, four, five billion dollars. You don't think so? Look at the commanders over six billion. Okay, so explain to me then why they're only spending $40 million to fix that dump they play in. I think it's a great explanation. Uh, Daniel Snyder wouldn't have spent $0.40. Cents. What, uh, what uh, Josh Harris and his group are doing is saying, our reputation is worth $40 million. Snyder did nothing to the stadium for years. Let's spend some money for suite renovation. We can get some of it back with higher suite costs. And... We're sending a signal to the community that we're serious about playing here long term. Not here at FedEx, but here at a stadium in Maryland, Virginia, or D.C. So he's spending goodwill money for a better stadium down the road. Yeah, but don't let anyone know that you're spending all the money on fixing suites and not the dump like the bathrooms and the seats that fans sit in, not just the rich people. It sounds to me like they're fixing the area where the rich people go and leaving the rest of it a landfill trash site wow the man of the people speaks no there'll be some modest uh, expenditures for uh, bathroom dollars and for concession areas (laughs) hey the main point is that it's going to make it better for a new stadium he's prepared to spend big dollars on a new stadium you wouldn't want to spend a lot of money on the old one anyway so the fact that he's spending anything i think is a blessing because it sets him up for a bigger deal down the road whether it's My boss told me the reason I won't be going to the Formula One race in Las Vegas is not over is. money. It's because only one guy wins every single race every single week. I mean, what kind of a sport do you have when only one guy wins everything and everyone else doesn't matter at all? That's pretty good sport that has that particular guy. He's 25 years old and is worth over $210 million. That's not bad. Now, some of us would say who've watched, uh, uh, you know, Hamilton defend the Grand Prix or the Formula One years ago, that it's a fairly boring race when you're ahead and you can't be passed. And that's kind of what's happened with Formula One and Grand Prix. So I'm a little disappointed. That means you don't get to go to Vegas. The Saudis have bought everything. Now they've bought a piece of the MMA world and PFL. What is next? There's a punt by Farrell. What's next is the Professional Fighters League. And what they're trying to end up buying is uh, a majority control or leverage over UFC and over everything fighting. 
They've done the, what they want to do with soccer. They've done, obviously, what they want to do with golf. Tennis is just around the corner, and this is next. So Spectrum has dropped ESPN from their cable offerings. Maybe the Saudis can pay the tab. Well, maybe so, but Spectrum decided to do it at a strange moment, or at least the negotiations reached an impasse. How about if you're a tennis fan or you have halfway through the Alcaraz match, or or how about if you're a uh, uh, a, a baseball fan and, and you know you're watching your Dodgers? The bottom line is that cable negotiations are really tough if it deprives the fan of the dollars they want. So here's ra- raising a glass to streaming uh, and non-internet. So here we go. I am just glad that the NFL's uh, slot machines have started on the floors of casinos in Las Vegas. Aren't we both happy about that? Now, seven years ago, if Pharrell is out front saying the NFL is going to have slot machines in casinos in Vegas, he would be laughed out of the room, even more so than normal. Now we have a deal where the NFL embraces it. They've got seven gambling partners. That's part of their $20 billion in revenue. Rick, you're an incredible human being and a fine American. Thank you. You can catch him tonight on Carver and Lisi at around 825 Eastern. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Story breaking in South Florida this afternoon. There's no one else uh, that we could talk to better than Scoop Mesh from Newswire and Fantasy Sports Today. You see him every day on Sports Grid and a regular contributor to Coast to Coast as well. What is going on with the Marlins, Scoop? Scott, a tough day for the Marlins. You know, last night they won their fifth game in a row. You guys were talking about it earlier on the show. They beat the Nationals four games in a row. And they beat the Dodgers last night. And then, uh, you know, earlier today, uh, I got the word that the guy who won the Cy Young Award for them last year, Sandy Alcantara, placed on the injured list. They're calling it a flexor strain, which is like the forearm, right arm area. And, and, you know, they also lost Jorge Soler, too. But let's be honest, uh, Scott, you know, Sandy Alcantara was the best pitcher in the National League, if not all of baseball last year. I know that he's had some struggles this year. 
But with Miami basically a half game back for that third wild card, they were feeling so good about things last night. I, you know, obviously not feeling as good right now. There's no doubt about that. Well, I mean, let's face facts. We have talked on this show repetitively about their chances, like with Davis, Maddock, and and with Carver High and I, about uh, what they're like in a series to face their pitching. And we were talking about, you know, obviously Alcantara and others in that rotation now that are are tough to beat when they pitch. They're, they got really good, solid pitching. I don't think anyone feared their bats, but they're starting to the way they're hitting now with Bell lighting it up and others. Solaire, you mentioned, got banged up. But how much, I mean, obviously this, like, if, you know, the forearm could be the elbow, could be right. done, could be yep. say goodnight uh, to the bad guy in terms of their chances in the playoffs. If he's not in the mix and their rotation is one of three that they would go with in a series, they're screwed. Yeah, I, it's hard to argue that, Scott. It really is. Now, now the one positive that they have going for them is this kid, Yuri Perez, has been virtually unhittable in 90% of the starts that he's had this year. But I don't know if they'll keep going with him for the remainder of the season. And even if they were to qualify for the postseason, how much more could he pitch? He's already gone way over right. the amount of innings that he's ever pitched. And Scott, he's just like 19, 20 years old. And people say, well, who cares? Just throw him out there. It's like, Scott, you remember being 19. Well, I mean, you don't remember, but I remember being 19. <laughs> and and yeah, there's no way that we could have done what that kid did. But look, for, for Alcantara at this point, you hope it's not, as you're mentioning, as serious as it could potentially be. They're going to get a second opinion on this stuff. But in my opinion, I don't see uh, a path right now to him returning at the end of the season in the postseason. It's just my opinion uh, on it. And it, and it is a shame because they're right now playing as good as they've played all season. It's, it's a shame. Do you think that any part of his struggles this year have been this uh, kind of in the mixer. Like he's maybe felt this thing tweaking uh, throughout the season. And then finally it's come to a head. Like, is this it? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. So for my knowledge, from what I know, he was not feeling anything at all with the arm or the elbow up until the last inning that he pitched against Washington on Sunday. But, Scott, it's a great question because what we saw recently was a pitcher who also finished in the top Cy Young Award voting last year. I believe he was top three, if not second place. Uh, Tony Gonsolin, Scott. Right. Remember what Gonsolin said just a week ago that he was pitching all season long? He knew something was off. He couldn't locate, but he still had his velocity and he still had his pitches. But he just was having a really hard time doing what he used to do. And then he gave up 10 runs to the Marlins in the game. He just said, you know what, that's it. I'm just not helping the team anymore. I don't think that, I think it's an apples and oranges situation here, but I think it's a fair question to ask whether or not if you have an injury, you don't really know if you do, but you're not quite locating the way that you used to. I know Sandy's never going to say that that is the case. He's just going to say, I missed the spot at the end. But you bring up a very fair question and maybe something to explore medically in the future with situations like this. Craig, did they, uh, didn't they already once uh, with Yuri chill him out for a couple weeks and then bring him back? Yes. 
So are they going to do it again or are they going to, because I think you're right, like putting him out there to do this overload of work is a bad idea for their future. Yeah, well, look, I, I think that as it stands right now, my guess is the next week or two when they play the Dodgers and the Phillies and the Braves and the Brewers seven times, we're going to get a pretty good indication going into that final week whether or not they're in or they're out. Now, the final week of the season, Scott, they play the Mets and the Pirates. So let's be real. Those are winnable games if they need to win those to get in. So my guess is, is that if they're still in it, they may roll Yuri to the end on this day. They may have to do it. But if not, I don't think he pitches the final week of the season, and that's it. Well, I think the end of their schedule is certainly palatable. But I think from now until then, that last weekend, I think they may have the most brutal schedule in baseball. Yeah, they do. I, I look. You know, some people ask me what their record would be, and I said if they're like, you know, six and nine, I think that you would take it right now. But Scott, I mean, you watch as much baseball as anyone. I don't know what's going on here in the NL. The Giants can't win anymore. Uh, you know, Arizona, I mean, it's got Arizona is a play is like a basic playoff team on the verge of a playoff. team. Have you seen the starting pitchers for Arizona four, five, three? I mean, it's it's a disaster. They can't even beat the Rockies. So well, they were they were down today five one, but they're up nine five now. They exploded on the Rockies when uh, Davies got lit up for five earned runs. His ERA is yeah. sky high and the Giants have been getting their ass beat by the Cubs. And I have to go back to the Dodgers for a second and ask you this question, Scoop. Sure. So they lose Gonsolin. They right. lost Urias. He's finished. Yep. After Done. he lied his way through the first domestic violence that his wife fell down. Uh, like, that was like, you got to be stupid to fall for that one. But everyone did. Now he uh, gets popped again for it. After what they went through with Bauer, do you believe he's finished in Los Angeles? And losing both of them and perhaps, perhaps getting Bueller back, if at all, because he's like rehabbing now in the minors. Are they toast in the playoffs losing those two pitchers or will Bueller be able to save it from going underwater? Oh, I, I don't think they're toast at all. J.D. Martinez has been out for them, too. So that's hurt the lineup as long as they have Betts and Freeman and J.D. Martinez and Will Smith, and, and that lineup that they have, it may not be good enough, Scott, to beat the Braves, but I, I think it's good enough to get them to the National League Championship Series. Uh, you know, Pepio will fill in. He's been okay for them. The Dodgers are like this factory of just calling guys up. But look, if, if I know that there's a report out today that says that, I, I believe it's Major League Baseball investigators are looking for the video from uh, Urias at that soccer game that he was at where allegedly this incident happened. But obviously, right. if there's anything proven without a shadow of a doubt, we've seen the last pitch that, that he'll throw in Major League Baseball. I, I, if, if it is proven, I don't think he has any chance of returning. I mean, honestly, it's, it really is a, a, the downfall of this kid is surreal. And think about this. He was actually giving up a lot of home runs this year. Everybody thinks he's this great pitcher, which he is. But this year, I think he gave up a lot of long stuff. Yeah, I, I think for the Dodgers, and I saw Kershaw pitch last night, he didn't look good. I, I think what they have to do is basically get to the point where, as you mentioned, Bueller comes back maybe as a five-inning or four-inning option, get Kershaw completely right, get some of that starting pitching where it was at the beginning of the season. I know they've already given Kershaw off a month for the third or second year in a row in July, didn't even pitch. 
But I, I, look, the point you make is fair. I just think that the Dodgers are a class above a lot of the other teams in the NL, but not the Braves. <laughs> the Braves are in a class above everybody. I think in and Major they, League Baseball. I mean, they slaughtered them in three or four. It was embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you think that the Marlins uh, can beat Lynn tonight and stay hot? Look, I, I don't know how they're going to react coming coming off this stuff. It, it's hard for me to say. Generally speaking, when it comes to Marlins predictions, I stay away from it because I'm too close. But uh, I do think that we're going to learn a lot about the team over the next week or so, Scott. I think you illustrated it perfectly with the schedule that they have. If they can hang around 500 and see the Giants fall apart, Diamondbacks fall apart a little bit, Reds play around 500, comes down to the final week, I think they have a shot. But if you're telling me they go 2-13 and 13 in the next 15 games, we're looking at next year. So Philly's up on San Diego right now, 3-0 in the fifth after they got blanked 8-0 last night. And Toronto was up 1-0. Now they're losing to the lowly A's 5-1 at the ashtray. Uh, I bet Toronto can't get out of there fast enough. They're on the cusp of blowing a playoff opportunity themselves, Scoop. Yeah, but Seattle, Scott, they were beating the Reds 5-1 yesterday. They let the Reds come all the way back and walk yeah. them off. So who knows? It's like, who wants, to, who wants to take the wild card spots? Nobody wants them. They can't afford to lose tonight and watch Verlander beat Texas again and make it 9-4 in that season series. They spanked their ass last night 14-1. Oh. to 1. It seems like, you know, right now, even this week, they own them. Yeah, well, look, Houston still looks like the best team in the American League. So, I mean, a, a Braves-Houston matchup, Scott, on paper looks great, but paper didn't prove anything last year. The Phillies were in the World Series a year ago, so we'll see what happens this time. Yeah, it's crazy. So uh, are you surprised, last but not least, that they haven't shut Otani down? For what reason is he playing? For what reason whatsoever? Yeah. I, I think I think it's about to happen, Scott. I, I think uh, you know, the reporting will, will show, I think, in the next week or two. There's no point. I agree. Scoop Mish, breaking stories on Coast to Coast and Sports Grid, Sirius XM 159, Sports Byline, all their affiliates, Alcantara. Going on the IL, and it could be worse down in Miami. Thank you, Craig. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. 
Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You gotta hurry up and sign up for the BetMGM Football Survivor Pool Challenge. It's for new or existing users. Go to the Promotions tab on your account, on the app, and access the Football Survivor Pool Challenge. Create your free entry. Choose a team to win each week on the uh, Survivor Pool Challenge. Once you've selected a team, they cannot be used again. They can't be used, cannot be used again for the remainder of the season. Be the last player standing to win the grand prize of 100 grand, 100,000 U.S. dollars divided equally amongst multiple entrants who achieve this, if applicable. You must create an entry and select a team for week one by September 7th to be eligible for the grand prize, right? So, I mean, the bottom line is you better hurry up. That's tomorrow, and the season kicks off tomorrow. So what I would do if I were you, Go on your BetMGM app tonight, like, you know, now, and get it done. Play the survivor pool. It's not costing you anything. And if you get hot and lucky, you might win 100 grand. Check BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. All right, Carver High Baseball tonight. Yeah, let's do it. We will start in Tampa, where the Red Sox and the Rays will get together again. Nick Pavetta and Tyler Glass now are the starters the Rays minus 165 at home Sox plus a buck 40 flat eight the total I mean uh, they both have to win as far as I'm concerned but I think Tampa has to more so and I'm on glass now you and Scoop were just talking about it the Dodgers in Miami tonight again against the Marlins Lance Lynn goes for LA JT Chargios goes for the Marlins who are plus 120 at home, Dodgers minus 145, flat nine the total. Am I crazy to take them again to go for six in a row? Why not? Why not? Let's go. Uh, Let's go with the fish down there in South Beach. The Mariners, after getting walked off in Cincinnati, are there again tonight. What's eating Logan Gilbert grape against Leon Richardson? Mariners minus 165, the road favorite, plus a buck 40 for the Reds. Nine and a half is the total. I like Seattle. Uh, They have to win. I mean, they cannot lose this game tonight. They have to win. Mets and Nationals are in D.C. Jose Buto and Yoan Adon. That is called September with two teams out of it uh, right there. With that pitching matchup, uh, the Mets minus 125, Nationals plus 105, totals up to 11, the flat 11 tonight in D.C. Look, I mean, it is inexplicable, but the Yankees and Mets are winning now. It's too little too late, but I I like the Mets here, and uh, I know you're going to bring up the Yankees. I like them, too. Uh, They're winning all these games when they're already finished. Their season's over, but they're going out with a bang. Yeah, Clark Schmidt for the Yankees in the Bronx at minus 165. Matt Manning for the Tigers at a buck plus a buck 40 and a flat nine there in the Bronx. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, they'll probably 
uh, beat up Manning tonight. Uh, that'll get, that, you know, Stanton will hit another homer. Our judge will probably homer tonight. They'll beat up this kid, Manning. Well, Schmidt, I, I actually, wanted... Scotty, has been good. Right. Schmidt was awful in April and May. Even when the Yankees started losing all those games, him and he's actually been pretty decent along with Cole in terms of the starting rotation. I'll give you that. I, I have my druthers about laying the run and a half tonight because I laid it last night and hit. If I lay it again tonight, I'm sure I won't hit. So I'd rather bet him to win even at a buck 65 than to lay the run and a half. I just have a weird feeling that they'll uh, be lucky if they win the game by a run. Atlanta uh, and, the, and the Cardinals again tonight. Uh, Spencer Strider and Dakota Hudson is the pitching matchup. Braves, the heavy lumber of the night, minus three bills, plus 240 for St. Louis, flat nine the total. It's expensive even to do the run line, but that's where I would go here, and I'd go over. Uh, very expensive indeed. The White Sox are in Kansas City again tonight, where you get Jordan Lyles, of course, as you and Davis were talking about earlier. Toussaint goes for Chicago. Royals are minus 120, even money for the Sox. Another big total, a flat 10. I like the over and the White Sox. I, Lyles, to me, is the worst pitcher in the game. Lyles has been bad. Uh, there's no question about that. Game of the night in Arlington. The Rangers will try again. Can you believe, Scotty, first time ever that Verlander and Scherzer face each other as starting pitchers in a game? Obviously, they've been teammates a lot in a couple different spots, but now uh, facing each other tonight where you get the uh, Rangers right now minus 135 with Scherzer, Verlander plus a buck 15, eight and a half the total. I'll tell you what, uh, I like the over. I know these great pitchers are going, and it looks like an under on paper, but in my world, uh, Scherzer gives up four runs every time he pitches, and so does Verlander. And I think uh, Verlander will beat Scherzer tonight because the Astros are just absolutely toying with Texas all year. It'll be nine wins against him after he beats him tonight. I'm with you, uh, and, I, and I got a bunch of guys have good numbers on both sides uh, against these two starters uh, as right. well. So I think that there's absolutely a possibility for some runs. And finally, the Orioles are still in Anaheim against the Angels. Kyle Gibson and Patrick Sandoval tonight, minus 145 for the O's, plus 120 for Anaheim, eight and a half the total. I'm still on uh, the Orioles, and I think Sandoval is awful, so I like the over too. Uh, there you go. That is tonight's action. But, of course, we also have tater time for you tonight. People have been clamoring for it because it's been very hot lately. Three homers last night for tater time. Randy Rosarena, 375 and a homer against Nick Pavetta in his career, plus 425. Cal Raleigh for the Mariners tonight in Cincinnati at plus 210. Alonzo's hot, Scotty. Why are we going to get away from this guy? Plus 280 in D.C. against the Nats. Ozzie Albies homered last night. Four to one again tonight for him. That's the brave that we are going to target. And King Tuck for the Astros against Scherzer at plus 350 for King Tuck tonight in that game we were just talking about. All right, let me throw Olsen in there, Acuna in there, and Judge in there as well. <laughs> all the Braves. Yes, uh, we'll definitely, all the Braves. It's like we said. Uh, any I mean, night, uh, all these guys on the Braves could hold. I mean, you're making people, <laughs> just so we're clear here, uh, C to C fans. I mean, this guy, Carver High, uh, every night, it's like somewhere in the neighborhood of a dime. 
at least in profit it's... on on taters i mean we we have more home run guest bets I, than anyone on earth and you and i uh, are just throwing names in there and great odds and and they pay and i mean the money you have made people uh with this segment with with the two of us going off it's insane especially hot uh the last week and a half uh it's been very good as we're got loading up for uh, football all year season, Scotty. forget need, a week and a half need a little extra year. yes uh, all year has been very good but to have consistent nights of of two and three of them hitting that's right. been uh that's been re- really sizzling uh for us lately okay uh let's i got some college football for you as well i'm gonna save i think all of the audios for tomorrow because those obviously will carry us through until the weekend. Uh, I did want to bring up the Caleb Williams thing with you, though, because uh, he could return to USC. Remember, only uh, he's got a couple years of eligibility left. He won the Heisman last year. Uh, If the top overall pick spot is not desirable, Scotty, his father said that he could go back. And then I thought about it. You know, he also, I saw, makes more money in NIL this year than like a third of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Like he's getting, he said the amount of NIL money that he's going to make, that's what NIL has changed this now. Guys used to run to the pros because all the money was there. Right. If you don't want, you don't got to run to the pros anymore. He's making money at USC. So I think that this is something we could absolutely see if Arizona's the worst team this year. Well, he's doing a lot of commercials now already. And then let's look at this realistically, though, from a draft standpoint. Here's a a revelation for you. Every year, the team that picks first sucks. Okay? That's why they get the number one pick. So his dad needs to stay out of this. If the kid, uh, you know, is the number one pick in the NFL draft, you go and do it. Did you see uh, Young crying like a bee? Because uh, he was going to the Carolina Panthers to play in Charlotte. No. I mean, man up, go to the draft, be selected number one, go to a moribund, terrible franchise and turn it around. That's the way the cookie crumbles in the world of being a number one draft pick in the NFL when always the team that drafts first sucks. Uh, no doubt. Just go. I, I, I'm with you. He's I don't like when these guys next do this. Year. You know, Eli did it. Uh, Elway did it. You know, stuff where you cry about where you're going and get Lindros. just go go to the place and and, and try to turn it around. Uh, honestly, uh, all right. So tomorrow I'm going to give you Saban, Dion, Mario Cristobal uh, as we head into the college football weekend uh, and preview those games a little bit deeper. You talked a little bit about uh, the FIBA World Cup with Gabe earlier. There's only four teams left. Uh, the United States plays Germany in the semis. Canada will play, uh, I believe it was slow. Uh, who's who they playing Serbia. in that one, Scotty? Uh, the, Serbia, Serbia, that's right. So Serbia, the fourth team for you. Eight to one for them. Gabe told you it was four. It's down to three uh, Canada win that whole thing. So there you go for the FIBA World Cup. I mean, I'll tell you what. Uh, everyone just thinks it's always the same thing, that the USA wins everything, and that's not the way it works. Uh, I think Gabe might be onto something that Canada might be too violent and rugged for the U.S. team. The U.S. team is supposed to be athletic. Uh, that's great. That's like, you know, you go into a game. Uh, uh, I see it all the time with kids in, in uh, AAU or in high school where they go against a team, like go against the team from the city, the inner city, and they're all 
uh, brothers playing against a bunch of white kids. They go into the gym and the kids are scared to death. And I've always said, it doesn't matter what color you are. If you play great defense and move the ball and take good cuts and shots, you can beat anybody in basketball. Or if you play great defense and you're violent and you stop the other team from scoring, no matter how athletic they are, no matter how high they jump, no matter how many shots they block and dunk, if you stop them and you take good shots and knock them down and hit your free throws and rebound, you can beat anybody. Anywhere, anytime, any day, all waves. That's the way it works. Everybody that plays basketball knows that's true. Boom, done. Enough said. Wouldn't mind seeing a USA-Canada final. There was actually some uh, guys signing, too, in the last 24 hours. The Lakers signed Christian Wood to a two-year deal. Danny Green, back for more. A one-year deal to return to the 76ers. First of all, Danny Green's broke-ass game is finished. Second of all, uh, Christian Wood has never played defense one second of his entire life. No, he has not. Uh, Trey Murphy suffered a meniscus injury while working out. He'll get some tests done. It never good to get hurt during the offseason workouts. That kid can play. He can play. Hopefully not something serious for him with the Pelicans. Uh, Duke, Kentucky, LSU among the college basketball teams that will wear Kobe uh, and Gigi Bryant shoes this season, Scotty. How about that? We're going to get the Kobe's out there. for. I have uh, a ton of uh, Kobe shoes. They have been fantastic to play in. I've loved playing in his shoes. And I played in everybody's. All of them. You name the star, I played in them. I've even played in Kawhi's, uh, what are they, New Balance? I got a pair of New Balance. Yes. I wear them all the time. I love them. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, for Ella Finish time, the Penguins have hired former Sharks GM Doug Wilson as their senior VP of Hockey Ops. They got quite the front office and roster Paper champs right now, all the moves they've made to get Carlson, et cetera, they're allegedly loaded. We'll see if it all pays off when they actually count. 
the UFC enhances their hunt to stop betting by fighters and others in MMA. Apparently, they've got a gambling problem as well. Manny Pacquiao is eyeing the Paris Olympics. He wants to win a gold medal in boxing. Honestly, this dude just won't go away. I mean, it's just, it, it is just amazing to me how these guys in boxing never understand that it's over. Tennis fans are fed up with the drunks at the U.S. Open. I think it makes for very entertaining crowds late at night watching the tennis when everybody's just absolutely hammered. The U.S. Open is no joke. You have to be able to tolerate the hostile fans in New York City, unlike the candy-ass fans at the others. The Aussie and Wimbledon and French are candy-ass, and in the U.S. Open, you have to deal with some real hardcore stuff. And if you can't handle it, don't come and don't play and don't cry. SUV crashes into a Texas Denny's, 23 injured. Would you like a Grand Slam with that? Mafia and I love the Grand Slam breakfast. Don't talk about Denny's. All right. 60 Wisconsin students plunge into a lake when a pier collapses. They were all drinking. I got to tell you, it was awesome watching the pier collapse. I thought it was awesome. Massachusetts teen dies when taking part in a social media spicy one-chip challenge. The kid ate a chip and died. I mean, honestly, what kind of chips are those? Poison? They warned people about eating it that you could die, and the guy died. Oregon inmate accused of attempted murder escapes a mental hospital in full shackles. I wonder if he's doing as good as the guy in Philly on the run. GTD is next. Go to FarrellOnTheBench.com for all the action. We'll see you tomorrow on Coast to Coast. Tonight. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.